welcome to episode 30 of the Into the Wee Hours podcast. My name is Sarah Pendergrass and I am here with my fantastic co-host Kristen Vorton. Oh, very nice. Hello. I swear every time I'm like, I'm going to think about it and I forget and then I start. <laughs> it's a good adjective. I like that. We are also joined today by the wonderful Megan Brown. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Nice to be here, ladies. Well, welcome back. I should have looked at which episode you were on previously, because if you haven't listened to Brownie's episode from before, you really should jump back. Do you know which episode it was? I can't remember what episode it was, but I can't even remember when it was. (laughs) It was Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. That's right. We had a a lover's rendezvous. (laughs) (laughs) vows. Actually, this is a side note. We've been doing French off to the side, so Phil will even pick that up. <laughs> you know, little Duolingo's. Okay, <laughs> um, Megan, you were number. Oh my gosh, you were twenty. Yeah, it was in the twenties. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yep. Twenty-one. Me and Sammy was twenty. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. There we go. Well, if you haven't listened to episode 21, to get some more background on Megan, I absolutely recommend that you do that because we are here today to talk very specifically about your experience at, oh, she's pointing at her (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt, the Western States Endurance Run. Have I taken this shirt off is the question. (laughs) There you go. Start with a quick fire. Have you taken that shirt off? The shirt, the slides, the socks, the bag, the the race kit was just phenomenal. All the things. Was this like purchased merchandise or was this? Just given to you. You literally, when you did your race check-in, got a beautiful bag, walked around a circle and people just dropped stuff in there. Just. I felt it's like, like Christmas. Hall- Halloween, yeah. like trick-or-treating. Yeah, People yeah, yeah. Stuff in your bag. Short shirt or slides? <laughs> yes, please. Oh, please. Thanks, Hawker. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. Oh, it's, that's so good. It's really stuffed up my expectations for events now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's your race bib. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> I've got my bag. Those <laughs> my personalised um, shoes. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Well, this is the first repeat guest that we've had on. Yes. yes. Oh, I'm very so excited. our uh, our structure will kind of stay the same, but we were kind of thinking actually we didn't even go through this <laughs> before. We're just letting you know now. <laughs> okay. We'll do some quick fire questions. We'll do a bit of like an origin around Western States Endurance Run for those of you who may not know what that is, but it's a pretty big freaking deal. <laughs> and then we'll kind of go into the breakdown of what happened on that day. Perfect. All right. I don't know who started. You answer. <laughs> okay. So our quick fire questions are Western States themed mainly. Mm-hmm. So the first one, very simple. Tell us how long it took you to run Western States Endurance Run. It was 25 hours and I think 58 minutes. It was wow. just under 26. Nice. Oh my God. Um, names of your crew members. Oh, Sammy Brown. Yep. Uh, Gemma Purarande. Oh, God, sorry, Gemma. We <laughs> pronounced that wrong. <laughs> and Chris Hill, Hilly. Nice. Good one. Dream team. Awesome. Oh, third one. Yeah. Just popped it in there. Sponsor shout out. Oh, the Trail Co. I love the Trail Co. Tim and Laura. They're a big, they're a big help and I love what they do. They're very community focused. Um, and also Spring Energy. 
Troy. He was over there as well, so that was lovely. We did some car park spring deals, getting some awesome sauce out the back of the van. (laughs) (laughs) Which leads into the next quick fire, food consumed. As much as you can remember of what you consumed over those 25 hours and 58 minutes. (laughs) I, I think it was about 25 or 30 gels. All spring? All spring, awesome wow. sauce, canterbury. Then I had, towards the end when things went downhill, a bit of a smorgasbord at the aid station. So I'm not one to stop and peruse the menu, but I uh, got into the vibe and had, oh, they had like veggie broth. So I'd have veggie broth and then, oh, just a piece of bread, please, and just dunk the bread in there. Um, rice, I had Scott Jurek's rice balls from Scott Jurek. What? Oh my goodness, yeah. name drop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to brag, but I can share wow. some, another, a funny story about that interaction. Um, I think we've got a question around, so let's <laughs> just <to> say that. <laughs> oh, what else? Oh, gosh. Drinking? Were you just drinking water? Yeah. Trail brew. Trail brew. What is yeah. trail brew? Oh, oh, it's um, like nutrition, uh, but liquid so it's got calories uh, ca- yeah carb, carb carbs and electrolytes okay cool yeah, yeah. awesome that sounds delicious <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and i ate tater tots tater tots <gasps> tater tots yeah yeah did you have them with ketchup no. or ranch dressing no pure oh Pure. What is a tater tot? It's I don't think that's pota- how you say potato it. Potato gems. <laughs> but they had them signed. So I was coming into an aid station. They had them signed as gator tots. Oh. I came in and I'm like, oh my God, what are gator tots? And the guy's like, oh, tater, tater tots. You got some tater tots. I'm like, that's a great American accent. <laughs> Thank, well you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. that was Megan, not Kristen, just to clarify. <laughs> Very good at accents. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. They're pretty much like hash browns, but just like a small little round, like bite-sized thing. Yeah. So you can have potato them gems. Yeah, I don't really know what that is either. Oh, yeah, so. uh-huh. I'm going to make you potato gems. I love a potato <laughs> product. <so laughs> it's pretty I mean, much we... everybody likes yeah, tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> but they're real classic. Like you find them in every cafeteria growing yeah. up in America. Yeah. Frozen food aisle. Yeah. Okay. Everywhere. Can't go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we didn't forget about the tater tots. <laughs> yeah. That was really good too. I'm so proud of you guys. I do have a passport, remember? Like I should. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tater, tater tots. Is that your tater tots? This episode is sponsored by. <laughs> We're getting very sidetracked. <laughs> It is a sign of where things went for my race too. Yeah, well, some delirium kicking in already, just thinking about it. Um, Okay, can you tell us about any fangirl moments? You did just drop in Scott Durick there. Oh, yes. So I had actually three pretty big fangirl moments. Um, I'm in love with Ruth Croft. I love everything she represents and how she approaches the sport. And we saw her walking around quite regularly and I just could not bring myself to go up to her. Sam's like, just go and say hello. She's a Kiwi. She's cool. You know she'll be nice. I just could not bring myself to do it. So instead I would just take photos like of her in the background, (laughs) pretend to be taking one off the building, but get Ruth in there. (laughs) So 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 it didn't quite... Say hello, but but I saw her and was near her. It and was amazing. Her. <laughs> yeah. 
I got I got I got questioned by the police, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, there's actually an Australian uh, lady who was over there, Katie Katie Anderson. Katie, oh gosh, I can't remember her last name, but I think she is amazing, and she's doing the Crown. Oh, it's like the US Five doing 500 mile races in the one year yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. so she was there so I went up to say hello to her um but the biggest moment was Scott Jurek at the last aid (laughs) station I was not I definitely was not fully lucid (laughs) and that's at like mile 96 98 like they've got an aid station really late in the game yeah Yeah. it it was oh it would have been the second last one 92 yeah and I go to the aid station table. I'm eating a rice ball, not realizing it was Scott Jurek's rice balls, and stand there. And then I turn around, and he is there, and he was like, oh, "Okay, how are you going? All right. So when you leave this aid station, you've got to take the first left." And I look at him, and then I look at the aid station ladies, like in shock, thinking, "Like, is, is he this talking to me? Real?" And they're laughing their heads off because I just look like I've seen a ghost. I look back at him and he was like, can you hear me? When you leave this aid station, you need to take the first left. You don't want to miss it. And I was just there with my jaw dropped, staring at him like, oh, my God. <laughs> and Sam comes over like, yeah, it's right, mate. I've got, I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> and we, like, leave the aid station. And I was thinking to myself, he's the reason why I'm here. Wait a minute. He's the reason why I'm here. <laughs> and is that because, isn't that where Jim Wamsley took a wrong turn? Like, I'm thinking that must have been because he was very adamant about taking his left turn. Yeah, okay. And I just could not compute that he was standing in front of me. He's so tall. Is he? His hair's very curly. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lush, if some might say. Apparently, also at that aid station was Hal Kerner. Oh, um, yeah. Sam's like, didn't you see all the other people there? <laughs> My eyes were glued to Scott. <laughs> so, if anybody Jurek. doesn't know who Scott Jurek is, he is a running like he's been in the ultra scene for ages, and he um, was very big into this whole minimalistic movement of you know, like I, I don't know if he was, was he part of the barefoot. Um, running movement as well. That's certainly mentioned in Born to Run. Yeah, so, yeah. he yeah. was definitely the vegan runner that he kind of brought in the the veganism into into ultra running. But he's been around so long, and he's so done. Long. I think he's won Western States like umpteen thousand times. Yeah, yeah. Seven, yeah. seven or maybe about seven. Yeah, incredible, like hugely incredible. Like and Scott he gave me directions. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that I did not compute. <laughs> but you did compute his lush hair. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't say, you're so tall and your hair is so curly. <laughs> well, I think when we get on to the hallucination bit, yeah. that would be understandable. Yes. <laughs> so kind of maybe along those lines, it, a quick fire question that we have is something that you never want to repeat again. Do you want to know the first thing that came into my head? Yeah, that's what it's all about. A hundred miles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I was like, well, that's it. Ugh. But at this moment in time, that yeah, a hundred miles. There you go. Let's leave it there then. <laughs> yeah, we will find out more. Yeah. So the next one, the answer cannot be tater tots. Is something that you would love to repeat again? Oh, I think the. How do I put words around it? Um, the feeling with 
the crew that we shared, like with Sam, Jem uh, and Hilly, I've got like a little a bit emotional. So like I've always had crew at events, but I've never had that feeling of I would not be able to do this without you. Like I, there is just no way I would have finished that without those guys. And they were all just so wonderful and supportive and there for me and put themselves second and just, all right, what do you want? What do we have to do? And it was just such a, like this real beautiful shared moment. And I, yeah, I think that I would, I would love to experience that again. That was pretty special. I'm like, we have a pretty, pretty great experience together that we shared there. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. I think that's beautiful because there is, yeah, I, we, we'll get into it later, I'm sure. But there, one of your posts said, um, hashtag pacers or like crew members are people too. Pacers are some, people too. Yeah. <laughs> there was a sign going to the finish that said that we were all like, yeah. Yeah. Because they, they did. That's they huge. took, you know, holiday time off to yeah. come and be with you and yeah. support that. And that's like huge. huge. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. On the other side of the world, like it just blows my mind. Blows my mind. Yeah. That's really cool. Amazing. I like that a lot. And then the last one, because we couldn't resist doing something silly as well. If you could speak every language or speak to animals, oh. which would you choose? This was a Sarah. I'm going to give you credit for finding this one. It's a pretty good question. I love languages. I, I love, love language. I do love, love languages and I love languages. <laughs> but, Rondes Vus. <laughs> But I would have to go with animals. Yeah. I, I, I just look at Scotty, our, our beautiful boy. God, I would love to know what he's – just even not speak but just know what he's thinking because I know it would be so pure. Like, I'm, I love you. This is the great. This is the best. Oh, a bird. Oh, my ball. I've got to go to the toilet. Like, it would just be so entertaining. <laughs> I feel like I would choose animals as well. What would you? We yeah, because you did ask me and I don't think I responded in yeah. my good message responding. Um, <laughs> my instant reaction was animals. Yeah. I could probably be persuaded, to be honest. I do think like being able to speak language is such a gift. Yeah. But, but also then I was like, actually, if I knew what Ness was thinking, I don't know if I want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> I just like animals more than I like people. Right <laughs> yeah. uh, it would be pretty amazing, that's for sure. Well, you made it through the quick fire. Well done. And just just to revisit the quick fire from last year, I still do stand by my pineapple um, response. Yeah. Just put it in the universe. It's fine. Nobody asked, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that ups the tally for the pineapple. Oh, there we go. I can see Kristen's like, well, Megan's not coming a third time. Yeah. <laughs> Just writing an email. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Cancel everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, in normal po- podcast fashion, generally we ask about your origin story again. If you have mm-hmm. not already listened, go back to episode, what did we say, 21? Mm-hmm. 21. Listen to Megan's um, origin story. So, in this fashion, do you know much about the origin story now that you've experienced oh, Western yeah. States? Yes. We'd like to give our listeners a bit of a background. So it all started way <laughs> back when. Actually, I have notes from here yeah. that went all the way back to like... 70, 77? 
Yeah. I have even pa- like further back past that. 1955. Oh, the horse. Yeah, when the horses. So yeah. the horses were doing the trail, the Western States Trail. And then one year, Gordy Ainsley, mm-hmm. um, his horse went lame and he decided he would do it on foot and did. And then he came back the next year and I think there was one other person who showed up and they did it on foot together. And then it it turned into this run that's just gone on and on. And there was a lady actually who, she's on the Western States Committee, Mo, who has done it on her horse and on foot, which was pretty cool. So. Very good. So um, give a little bit of the, like, I guess, overview of the course description as well. So how many miles do you do? Do you know much of those stats and stuff? So it is 100 miles. Mm -hmm. I think it was about 5,500 metres gain, but like 7,000 metres descent. Which I expected more because when you look at the actual profile of it, you go quite up a bit. And then up a little bit more, but it's a lot of down. A lot of down, yeah. yeah. And it's it's described as uh, the most runnable 100 mile, but I, I, I probably wouldn't back that. <laughs> <laughs> Not for my nose. It was much, it was actually much more technical and rocky and steeper than what I expected. Okay. I, I really thought it would be more like fire trail-y, smooth, runnable, buttery. Mm. But it was, yeah, it was probably a bit more technical than what I thought. Um, and Was this much of a snow year? So it does go through. So it starts in Olympic Valley, which I think now has, um, the ski resort has now been renamed to Palisades of Tahoe. Yes. Yeah. So it starts there and it goes up like the main lift or the main ski run essentially at mountain run I think is what they call it and then up and over the Sierras yep so sometimes and the race always I think happens on like the third or fourth week like last weekend of June so occasionally if it's a really heavy snow year you still could have some snow was this a snow year no okay had hardly any snow there was some little bits of snow but like I think I ran on three meters of of snow hardly any and it was quite slushy like wet um, from it all melting and quite muddy up high. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we went up over the escarpment and that was the highest part of the course and then down into the canyons and then you keep going down to Auburn. Mm-hmm. And it gets hotter and hotter and hotter. Yeah, and mm. notoriously this race is always very hot as well. So talk about the heat yeah. and how it fared in terms of other years. So it was it was one of the hotter years this year. I think it was high 30s um, in the middle of the day. But I have quite a controversial take on the heat. I reckon that anybody who has done a hot black hole or lives in Queensland would be fine. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I personally, I didn't find it as intense as what everybody talks about. That's so interesting because it is a huge, like if you follow this race, it is a huge talking point and it's like, well, the guys all blew up because they didn't manage themselves at all and the women took a little bit more care and it's like the heat that was the killer. So to hear that, it's like... Yeah, I, I, I really think if anyone from Queensland... So there were points in the race where I was like, no more ice, please. Stop, <gasps> stop putting ice on me. It was just, I was like, no, no more. And then these ladies are like... Where are you from? <laughs> that was again me, not Kristen. <laughs> I'm going. I'm from Queensland. Where? Queensland, Australia. Oh, okay. Well, I, I was like, like everyone's just continually dousing you in water, mm. and I, I, 
get quite cold quite easily, but I'm no, no more. No. I'm fine with just my wet my wet clothes. That's fine. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if it's potentially because it's such a dry heat. It like was so dry. Yeah, it's yeah. very different. So with heat here, like it could be 25, but if it's got humidity behind it, like ah, oh, everybody can attest to like getting out of the shower and you're still wet in the morning. So it's a different kind of heat that 30 actually is much more manageable, I think, in dry heat. Yeah. yeah? And it's so easy. Like I found, find it so easy to cool yourself down when it's dry. Like you can get yeah. cool pretty easily. And mm. so if you have a good heat management plan, I think you'll be fine coming from Queensland. I was running with a gentleman from um, Squamish for a little bit. And the hottest, he was fairly, feeling really anxious about the heat. It was like the, British Columbia, Canada. <laughs> the hottest day he had had to train in was 20 degrees. Yeah. And it was still quite early and I still had gloves on. And he was like, oh, it's getting a bit hot, isn't it? And I just, my heart, I'm like, oh, poor guy. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> Sauna training. Sauna yeah. training. Yeah. Oh, I keep meaning to look up to see how he went. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and so, I mean, people are dousing you. So it is a notoriously hot race and it's a well-run machine. Like I think that the Western States Endurance Board, like they make sure, like I think the statistic was there's like six, maybe even more. I don't know, but it was a ridiculous number of volunteers per runner. Yeah. And then they had like a ridiculous ridiculous amount of ice per yeah. run, like a hundred pounds which would be like 30 kilos yeah. like it i don't know if that's it but it was ridiculous that yeah it was it was it was i think it was about 30 40 kilos of ice per runner and there was over a thousand volunteers for 300 and something runners like insane so crazy it's amazing that every time you came in they're like all right cool we're doing the thing yes. <laughs> we know what we're like, doing well cute. oiled yeah it, Everything, like the organization of the event was just immaculate. Everything about it was it was organized so well and the volunteers and the people there and everyone is so passionate and they really talk and emphasize about like it being a family and um, being stewards of the trails and connected to the land. And like I, lo- I, loved, I loved all of that. It was, and it lived up to the hype which was really nice, like it really lived up to all the excitement and it was amazing to be there and you can feel how electric it is. Um, so that was, re- that was really, really nice. And you come into an aid, an aid station and it's almost like you get a person, like a, your own personal volunteer that would go, like if your crew wasn't at that point, they would go through the aid station with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to do your bottles here and then the people would fill your bottle. Okay, the ice is here and we've got food here and bins if you want to put – like it was just amazing. You feel like such a superstar. Wow. They just get you – okay, this is what's happening. This is how it works. It was so – you could, yeah, tell that they have been running for years and yeah. they have got it nailed and they just commit so much to the – event it was yeah it was really nice that's awesome and then so talking of the hype something that we haven't touched on and I think it's like an important point to talk about for people if you imagine you're not talking to a runner this actually came up on a bike packing trip I went on recently with someone who'd listened to your episode and were inspired to go trail running after yes but we were because you talk about hype and it's feeling like a superstar tell us about the entry system you can't just sign up and run western states i know i i honestly never thought i would run it much like everybody um so you have to run a you either win a golden ticket at a race which that's 
What's a golden ticket? It's uh, like you win first place at um, an affiliated race in the States or I think Tarawera. Mm, If you win Tarawera, you get a golden ticket. Um, So you kind of race your way in or you do an event um, that has a qualifier. So Blackall, our local 100K, has a qualifier. If you do it under 18 hours, you can enter the lottery. You get a ticket to go into the lotto. And then each year, your first year, you get one ticket. And then each year, it doubles that you go in. So I think I had done it for, I think I had eight tickets or seven, six or something around there. So I've been doing it for a couple of years, back to back, not just out of habit and not thinking any more about it. I never really had any interest in 100 miles, but just, <laughs> I'm like, well, here's this iconic race and that's what people do. So I'll just keep going in the lotto. And it was like a 3% chance to have my ticket drawn out. And what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to run this one. <laughs> Talk about the moment, like, what was it when you found out? Where were you? Like, was Sam there? Like, how did you oh, it celebrate? it was so good when we found out. So it was so early in the morning and Simo from Run Queensland was, he, he listens, he's a diehard fan of Western States and listens to the ballot being drawn. <laughs> And was driving to um, BYR at dawn, listening to the ballot. And I had this missed call on my phone early in the morning thinking, why is Simo calling me at this time of day? And then I did put a thing on my Instagram story to be like, oh, I've got these cute little shoes. Guess what? But then the next bit was for my friend's daughter and Everybody thought I was pregnant, so I was getting all these congratulations and I'm just like, oh, Simo thinks I'm pregnant. I'm going to have to tell him that. that no, they were, they were my friend's uh, little girl. And so we call. he calls again later and answer and he's like, congratulations. I'm going, no, 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 no. It's just a joke. You're Megan Brown from The Gap. I'm like, yes. You're going to Western States. What? <laughs> Sorry, Megan's in the background, Brett. They're like, yeah, you're going to Western States. Don't you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sam's standing there. He was like, and he had said, maybe you got drawn out in the ballot. And I'm like, no. Nah. 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 That's not it. Because it's nah. just so notoriously impossible to get yeah. in. The yeah. number of people yeah. that are trying to get a space who've tried for years and years and years as well. Yeah. Because people don't get who in. have been in the ballot for like nine years yeah. and still don't get in. <laughs> how lucky they are <laughs> and good on them I say <laughs> I love that story of you getting in yeah I know so funny so I mean did you like go straight out and go train like <laughs> I, it actually it took months before it sank in I really didn't reconcile that I would be at Western States. And I think I tried to kind of keep distance. it at arm's distance. Like mm-hmm. I didn't want to um, exhaust myself mentally before I even got into a training block that mattered for the mm-hmm. race. So, I really, yeah, I really didn't delve too much into it. And then it didn't really sink in probably until we were like over there at the race and seeing all these people walking around and we go into Tahoe Palisades and like – they're doing all the Dylan Bowman's. They're interviewing people. With Corinne Malcolm. Like, yeah, Corinne Malcolm and Camille Herron's just walking past. Oh my goodness! <laughs> what? What is this? 
That's so cool. And so with the lottery system, I think there's something like 368, maybe, I don't know if you know the number, but it's a very small number only because of this five mile section that the Rangers have only given. So that hype as well is kind of because it's such a limited field in there. Did you feel anything different from that? Just being so small, for example? Yeah. So there was this great story that they shared with us um, there of the guy who was the next on the wait list to do the, to do the race that week. And he actually phoned the race directors and said, listen, it was the day before the race, listen, I'm actually going to get on a plane, and he was in the States, and I'm going to come to the event just in the hope that someone pulls out at the last minute and I get to run. So if I don't reply when you send me my thing, it's, it's a yes, I'm just en route. He got off the plane and had a spot offered to him oh, how wow. incredible is that that's amazing and I'm like the commitment to yeah. get yeah. on the plane and oh no I'm going there it's happening I'm gonna be in it yeah also wow. to train for 100 miles that you may not run like yeah that's a big oh, mental thing so yeah. we're talking about mental strength oh, there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you must have like some kind of backup because otherwise what the hell yeah. but uh I, I think it's is it hard rock where i've heard people waiting in the hall as well same thing hard like, rock's in case really, someone doesn't show up yeah like, it's a hard one to get into because they preference people who've already been in and of course if you're in the race then you just keep going back and stuff so it's a really just hard one hanging out there yeah. thinking will i and like all the prep that goes in like all of your like nutrition like everything that yeah. you're doing yeah. it's like just gonna get on that plane. i i mm. i struggled like with motivation at certain points and I knew I was going to be there on the start line. Oh God, I've got to go out for a really big run today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, talk about your lead up. Yeah. How was your training looking? Like, I'm sure you went through ups and downs. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. I, I honestly, I kind of approached it, um, that I was going to back off with my like intensity. I was going to try and do everything a little bit easier so I could do a little bit more. And it worked so well. I had just such a great training block. But I had like my long runs were up to six hours. Wow. And I just like that's a long time. That's a long time. And it just just for a weekend as well that you gotta get yeah, back into the week yeah. afterwards too. Yeah. I just I I don't know, I love running, but I like I, I love my life and I wanna be with Scotty and Sam and I, so I started to find that a bit tedious. Um but it all went really, it all went really well. I think I really, I just wanted to set myself up for success. I was like, just set yourself up as best you can. That's all you can do, and I did. <laughs> awesome. And yeah. yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. In my mind, I'm thinking that you had initially planned to run six foot track. Is that right? Yeah. And that yeah. was your like, I'm not thinking about Western States until I've run six foot yeah. track, and until then that then. didn't go ahead. Yes. So again, like mental strength, just to like refocus because that was a bit of a spanner in the works and then I jumped into Yandina and didn't even finish I didn't finish I pulled out oh that's right yeah 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 the 50k what happened that day I just I think I did not prepare myself mentally and I had I've learned from that Mm. if I'm so focused on a race and it doesn't happen don't force like I don't have to force something else Mm. instead like Mm. just accept it and move on. it's okay to just move on to the next training block you don't have you don't have to do a race right so when I got to Yandina Sam and Scotty went to the dog beach and I'm in the race and I'm like telling people I'd rather be at the dog beach today mm. Sam and Scotty are at the dog beach and I just and then so the minute it got tough I was like 
I don't want to do this. And I didn't. (laughs) Totally fair. (laughs) I had done zero mental prep. I had nothing for what, like to draw on from when it was sucky. Mm. I got to the checkpoint and I was chatting to um, Neil Colley. I don't want to do it. And I said, I'll just help fill some water bottles for a little bit. (laughs) And I just didn't leave the checkpoint. (laughs) And he's like, so are you staying here? <laughs> you know, it's not that far to the finish. I'm like, no, I'm having so much fun here. I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> so did that throw you off in your prep of like mentally? Yeah. No, you know, good. it would have in the mm-hmm. past. It, like in other years, I would have, I think, attached some self-worth to that. But this year I was like, no, no, I, what I needed that day was to be nice to myself and not a suffer fest I had kind of knew that western states was going to be like a really big challenge so I, I, I was like that's what I want to save my all my little bits of internal strength for um and that yeah so I, it happened I kind of I was comfortable with it I owned it I'm like oh, I did I think there's such DNFs are so taboo in our community yeah and they don't have to be they're not the end of the world and they don't define you and it doesn't mean you're not good or you're not tough or you're not a good runner it just it is what it is totally yeah nothing to prove nothing to prove yeah Yeah. such an important message some days are just like i want to do it so yeah yeah that's okay (laughs) because if it was a normal training run day too if it was that six hour training run and you were like you know what it's hour four i'm not like i'm not feeling it you would have done the same thing too so yeah what makes it any different yeah well, and so everything else up to the race seemed like it went very so well. well. Yep. So well. And I was so good. So I get race anxiety and it was the calmest I have ever been. Wow. Talk about the event that I did not expect to just be so calm, cool, calm and collected. Yeah. It's Sammy was, he was like, I can't believe how well you are managing and your anxiety about this, like. We were at the race check-in and I like, could sense people, the, you could feel the tension in the air. I'm like, we've got to get out of here. Mm. It's catching. I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the lake and just zen out. And we did. And I, like, I just, I think because I hadn't done it before, I would just say to myself, it is what it is. If you're at the back, you're at the back. If you're at the front, you're at the front. You don't know. You haven't done it before. So whatever <laughs> amazing yeah and you might not ever do it again yeah right yeah. Of like... and I don't think I will <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean it keeps like working its way <laughs> so you land in the amazing wonderful country of the United States of America did you land in San Fran. San Fran. San Fran. Yeah, San yeah. Fran. And drive up to Tahoe? Yeah, we drove yeah, up to Tahoe. Yeah, nice. I'll just You would have driven through my stomping grounds of Walnut Creek, then you drove through Davis. Oh, and probably. You... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh, they, they were so small, you would have gone, oh, was that a city? <laughs> Wait, we stayed. We wanted to get the full experience, full American experience. So you stayed at a Walmart? We stayed in the Walmart <laughs> car park. <laughs> Oh my God. It's and the ultimate dirtbag and van experience. And like the first 15 minutes of being there, we had a few interesting interactions and one with a guy who we think was holding a sack of potatoes. 
Could have been. <laughs> Sam was like, I feel really uncomfortable about this. Let's just go and find a street somewhere. <laughs> and then we went back there to go to the Starbucks the next morning. It was like 6am and we see old mate with the sack of potatoes still walking around the car park. Yeah. He's like, I'm so happy with that decision. Right? <laughs> so we experienced it and then got out very quickly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we, then we went to South Lake Tahoe and had oh, a beautiful, yes. beautiful. And when we were coming into Tahoe, so um, Phil Fowler, another Aussie guy, was doing Tahoe 200 and the timing was just impeccable his tracker said he was 20 minutes away from the checkpoint we're driving there and it said we were 20 minutes away from the checkpoint so we're like well, let's go let's go see phil let's say good day oh, and we come he was he granted he'd been out there for 26 hours oh. he looked so oh it's the scene coming to see me guys we're like we flew all the way over here come see you at the checkpoint <laughs> that would be so trippy like Wouldn't that it? far into a reading yeah. yeah. just see these two people pop up and we hadn't told him or we're oh just like hey Phil how are you <laughs> and then he made it to Western States didn't he because he took yeah. some of the photos yeah. the and then he popped out along the trail as well so oh, that was so well, it was really nice that's yeah. amazing. And yeah, so South Lake Tahoe is really lovely, but that's not where the actual race happens. He would have driven all the way up to, yep, yeah, uh, Palisades of Tahoe. Yeah, stayed yeah. in Tahoe City, Truckee. Truckee. Stayed at Truckee. Yeah. yeah. Truckee's this like very historic, like you kind of drive through and it kind of, it gives you the vibes of like kind of old towny, um, like it, it's, it used to be a miners city. So like gold rush type era yeah, cool. and they maintain some of that historical feel to it while being cute there was a um, couple in their van oh my goodness the van the the vans the armies yeah just next level yeah and there was a couple next to us and they had just driven from auburn and they're like you're gonna run (laughs) (laughs) but then there'd be just other people and like everyone just seems to know about the race like it just another lady oh yeah my car is volunteers at that race every year and like just everybody knew of or knew someone or yeah it was it was pretty amazing such oh, that yeah. community feel yeah yeah that's cool and so you do the check-in process we're like leading up to yeah the, off, right? so we, <laughs> <laughs> the check-in was amazing because that was when we got all of the gear and I just I just I still can't believe how much stuff we got like, are you sure <laughs> really it just oh blew my mind and it was yeah, they had like a little race precinct and there's just all these people who you see their net like videos of and you see them on Instagram doing their running up amazing mountains and then here they are just walking past you in the middle of the Tahoe Palisades like, oh my gosh. Did you attend any of those like pre-race, you know, stuff yeah. and yeah? I was pretty, I was like, didn't, I am quite introverted, like I get my energy when I'm by myself but I also like do like to go out chat and I can be quite like "Ah," whatever that is (laughs) (laughs) so I was like I don't want to use up all my energy before the race so I was really smart yeah yeah, I was very targeted about what we were gonna do Mm. like I will do all the things after the race yeah but not that I did because I could hardly move, but <laughs> was not doing any of the things. I, did. I played solitaire and I played solitaire wrong. So. 
<laughs> yeah, it turns out there is a right and wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Megan knows. Pretty sure I've damaged my brain from that. <laughs> so, yeah, they've got this big clock and stuff that they count down for the race. So, I mean, what time does it start? 5 a.m. or 6 a.m.? Uh, 5 a.m. And it, I just, I still looking back at how I was at the start line, can't believe how relaxed I was. Like, Gem and I were sitting there having a laugh and just got my legs, like there's a photo of my legs are just like casually crossed. I'm like, oh, you know. So I was just so calm. It was great. It was good. It was a good experience for me to be like, look, I can be like, I can be that person. Yeah. So I've done that. I can, I can do that again. Yeah. Um, and then like I, I kept going, oh, do I need to go over to the start line yet? And Sam would have a look and he goes, there's not, there's like 300 people in this race. It's not like, I think I had in my head, it's going to be this big free-for-all at the start, but it's like such a small field um, and it was really nice and everyone just kind of mills over when there's about a minute to start and we're standing there and I was with Troy Leithling, um, which was lovely. It was the biggest Australian contingent that they've had at the event. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, so that was great. We all got together before and we like did photos and Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Um, so that was really nice to know faces yeah okay I've got some friends I've got friends um and yeah. it's just that feeling of somebody's looking out for me on on course as well too yeah yeah that they see the other crew when you come through like give you a cheer yeah. and it was yeah that was really nice I kind of imagine it as you just described it of like any trail race that you go to it's almost like people are like no no no, you, you go in friend <laughs> like it's it's the super cute thing that trail runners have of even maybe the head start people you know guys and girls are obviously out the front but everybody else is like no 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 that's all right like <laughs> yeah. please after yeah, you after you <laughs> it's so true it's such a different vibe talking of simo i remember the most fresh trail run i did was 26k at glass house and simo still had like his cup of coffee and we're standing on the start line and i'd come from triathlon i was like what is going on here? Like, <laughs> you know, it's like just gonna finish my cup of coffee before we start running. What? Yeah, <laughs> and like two minutes before. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, so we literally went. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, off we go. Yeah, it's such, so such a different vibe. It's so cool that such an international, like, iconic event can still carry through that vibe. I know it comes yeah. down yeah. to numbers, probably, but mm. it's really nice that you still have that feeling. Yeah. It was so beautiful. So they, oh, they had us at the um, the welcome. Um, Mo, the, so the lady who had done it on the horse and also on foot, um, was talking about Skip. And so Skip was the first lady who ever ran under 24 hours and she's quite unwell at the moment and in a nursing home. Um, so what they wanted was for runners this year to write a big message to her. on um, like They had a photos and write her a message just to say, you, you know, you're in our thoughts um, and you're part of our family. And oh, it was like it was just so just to think that this was a runner from I think it was in probably the early 80s and they're still connected and giving back to back to her like it just blew my mind it just blew my mind that there was still that relationship um which is pretty special that's really cool Yeah. yeah awesome all right Get into your race day. Yeah. yeah like, Let's when hear about it. <laughs> We've already touched on little points of it. But yeah, like kind of go through your day. Like what did it look like? And how are you feeling well, through all these different spots? So I so I went into it and my goal my goal was to finish. I was a pretty naive that I and I, you know, shouldn't you should never assume or be like, I should I should, I should, I should. Mm-hmm. 
but I assumed and was like, I should do this under 24 hours. Didn't really enter my head it would take me longer than that. What's the cutoff, Megan? 30. And I was like, but I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish this. Um, So it was really nice to go in there and to, like, I felt like a bit of weight lifted off around that. So go, we start, start up the escarpment. It's like 7K and 700 metres of climbing, but it's beautiful and everyone's so excited and, you know, you come up to the last, um, it's actually, was actually quite wide by a trail, like an access road. And then only like the last couple hundred metres was the single track, but you get to the single track and it's like your, like paparazzi, three rows of people with their huge big cameras all snapping photos at you. And I just, like, it was just, I've never experienced anything like that. Like, walking through and having people right there with their camera shoved in your face, snapping and pulling out brands. Like, I had my topos on. Topos, yeah. Like, like just, it was just so bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> and you get, if you turned around, you get the sunrise you get the that sunrise. comes up. Yeah. yeah. So I made sure that when I got to the top, and I was hooting and hollering I'm like you and I'm pretty sure they're thinking who's this lady (laughs) (laughs) well I mean they shouted you out first (laughs) but I was like no I'm gonna have the I'm gonna enjoy this as much as I can and yeah turn around look at the view and I love that whole first high country bit I think like I'm quite strong I kind of get energy from if how beautiful something is like I just I loved it and come down the back and it's all this single track and everyone's still quite close together and feeling really chirpy um and then so keep going along and then I can remember coming into the first aid um station and Mahel um he's a North Face Australian runner he was there and he was like oh Megan you want some water and like had the sponges already and it was still so early and in hindsight, I probably should have said no, but I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? It's worse instead. It's just me. <laughs> Until the point where you're like, yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder why I had blisters in my, on my feet. Oh, wet, right. wet, yeah. My feet were got all wet. But I'm like, yeah, sure. And like everyone is just so enthusiastic. Like they're yelling at you like, great job runner you got this and so you keep going but that's also very american too so i find the australians very temperate like we if i do anything loud and obnoxious feels like what are you doing like lower <laughs> your voice so that's an american type of experience for you yeah. that would be at and most races I would like think. they just yeah. say you're like number yep. like 90, 97 yeah go i'm like oh that's yeah, me i'm 97 <laughs> yes it was it was i loved it yeah it was great yeah um so I didn't see crew until 50K. Um, I can't remember the name. Michigan, Michigan Bluff or Rob, Robinson's Flat. So it was quite a long stretch, but mm. there's like checkpoints all along there and I'm like quite self-sufficient. I'm just like, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, then when I first got to see them, it was just so beautiful. So Jem would stand down like away from them. So I would like was hiking up and then see this brownie and little Jem standing there waving her arms and she'd like we'd have a big hug and pretty sure every time we would see each other we would be like can you believe we're here <laughs> and we'd be looking around we'd be like we're at Robinson's flat oh my gosh and she'd be like we're just over here and we'd go over and Sarah would be like hey Laura Dan I'm like hi Dan <laughs> did he 
he have his beautiful? He had his picnic for one yes. set up. It was, it was just all. It was yeah. They were chef's kiss a plus. It just worked so well. Um, and I'd see them. I'd be like, I'm really keeping staying within myself. I'm like backing myself, but I'm not burning my matches. Great, 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 great. I'm like, okay, see you in 40K. So it was like 40K yeah. until I wow. got to see them again. I didn't them. Yeah, so they have real regular aid stations, but unless you have two separate crews, mm. you don't, yeah, you mm. don't, you really get to, yeah, you don't get to see them. Mm. Um, but that was fun. And then after that, it went into um, like the Dusty's Corners and down into the uh, the canyons, mm-hmm. so the hot, hot section. And I loved it. Mm. I loved the hot the canyons. Like it was dusty. It was really dry. But I felt like I was at I felt like I was at Black Hole. Mm. I was like, I am at Black Hole. I love this. I got so much energy from it. And I can remember, I think it was Dusty's Corners, but I came into one aid station and I, I did start to feel a bit overwhelmed. I'm like, I'm I'm here, like I'm in it, it's happening right now I'm like keep it together oh my goodness um and then and I had said to the crew I was like I don't want to know about places or times or anything so I had no concept all day but every now and then I would see um like a lady Ladia I can't remember her last name but she ran past me and she's an amazing runner yeah, and I'm is, like yeah oh my god I'm running I'm like no don't even think about it don't did you run with your watch at all yeah, I had my watch, okay, but in kilometers, no. Yeah, okay. Um, but I, I just look at the time, yes. the hours. Yep. I don't even. I didn't look at the distance. Yep. And then I came in to see. It was at yeah Michigan Bluff at ninety k. Saw the crew again. Everything was fine. Like obviously it was tough, and I was putting in, but like everything was still pretty good. My feet. I was starting to get little hot spots in them. I didn't really before I went there I'm like I don't have foot problems I don't ever get foot problems I don't need to worry about foot problems so I had zero plans for blisters or what to do and what's the longest you've ever run before this so I've done 120 um at Lavaredo yes okay and so I and that was 22 hours so I was like this should probably be about the same Mm. and then Coming to a hunt, so then it was after that you see your crew really regularly. So it was like 90 and then 100 and at 100K was when Healy was going to jump in and pace with me. Because that's the first point you can pick up your pacer. Yeah. Yeah, is what? Oh, no, that was, yeah, Forest Hill. Yeah, okay. Okay. I come in and there's like, it's just so much commotion at the checkpoints, like, a street of people on other sides and all their tents and they're calling out your name and you're looking for your crew and Jem's there like, we're over here, Brownie. And that one was really cool because Phil got the video and mm. we run up and we're like, oh, my God, we're in Forest Hill. <laughs> I, like, actually cry. Like, I did not expect to be emotional. I saw that on Instagram and cried because it was just like, whoa, you could just feel the vibe it was incredible just we were like oh my god and then we would run into the checkpoint like this i can't believe this is happening and we're just loving on each other and then we come into the thing i'm like yeah my feet are hurting a little bit and in hindsight i probably should have that was when i should have changed them and taken extra time and had compedes or, or 
whatever, I'll never know now. Um, but we took them off and did a little bit of foot care. And then Chris and I left and I felt really bad because Hilly is chatty and he's obviously like really buzzed because he's just jumping into pace. But I've just done 100K. So I was like, I don't have much to give you. And he's chatting and I was like, I'm sorry, I I don't have much for you. Because <laughs> he's also running in Western States. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the big deal, right? Yeah. Is he's hopping into yeah. pacing in Western States. Yeah, but yeah, you're like, if you're It's his too, moment. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hashtag pacers are people too. <laughs> and I just... Like we, we kind of trotted along and we were like, this is really cool. And I can remember him saying, oh, this is a bit, this is a bit technical. And I was like, this is so easy compared to what we've, <laughs> what we've run. Um, and then we keep going, keep going. And I was so, I never thought the day would come where I was so over single track. Oh, but shoot me, I was so over single track. I was just getting really tired and I just wanted some wide drive <laughs> to not have to think so much and my feet were starting to really hurt but it was still at that stage where I'm like I can accept this pain and keep pushing like I'm I'm, I'm comfortable with this so we keep going and my nutrition was all on point everything was still pretty good and we got to this one point and the um the people in the checkpoint go oh you're 17th female oh. I had no idea and I'm like what like, oh, so then I kind of got a little competitive streak comes out. I'm like, oh, I really want to stay in the top 20. That'd be amazing. So we keep running, keep running. And then it was getting dark and like all my race visualizing. I had actually visualized doing Rucky Chucky in the daytime. I'm coming in and it was getting dark. So I was a bit like, oh, that's a bummer. Um, but so this is also probably a sign that things were going down, downhill. Um, I, Hilly was in front of me not very far in front of me and I don't know why but I just one second oh, where's Hilly gone Hilly gone and I'm like standing in the spot turning in a circle going Hilly and he turns around and he's like yeah mate <laughs> and I'm like oh I didn't think that was you oh <laughs> and I just I just I do not know what was happening did he know what was happening and he he was so sweet to, we were coming down to the river and, and I was like, oh, I'm a bit nervous about the river. And he took my hand and held my hand and he's like, come on, mate, let's go. And we walked down there holding hands. I was like, oh, it was so sweet. Sorry, Hilly, everyone knows you're being softy now. Oh. But it, like it was just like real genuine care. Like, oh. So we got down to the river and I was like, oh, I'm a bit nervous about this. Can you make sure you stay close? And he's like, yeah. And it was so painful going across the river. It was so cold. And it just made everything on my body, like all the little pain points, I could just feel them all. And I reckon I went across this river so slowly. There's actually huge boulders at the bottom. So to describe it, tell us like how deep it is. What, what it are you using? It came above my chest. Yeah, so wow. it, was, it was like, it was quite deep. Apparently my friend yesterday was like, oh, I heard... Um, while you were mid-race, the way to do it is to pull yourself with your hands across and not try and walk through it. Yeah. I was like, oh, 
because they've got the rope. rope. Yeah. 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 Sometimes it gets so, so this is a river crossing that gets kind of down um, and it's a lot of snow melt. So that's why it's very cold as well. Most of the time, but it's been such high years that they've needed wraps. Yeah. They've literally boated people across. And, yeah. <laughs> and I've turned around and Hilly is just there, just chatting to the people. So people were in the water doing three hour shifts. Oh my god! Just to help the runners across. And they weren't even in, like some of them were just in board shorts. Some of them were in wetsuits, some of them are just in casual clothes, and I'm, like, doing the little crossing. Oh, it's so cold. Well, that's another Queensland retreat. It wasn't that hot, but the river was way cold. The river was so cold. Plus a bit of fatigue in there. Absolutely. When you've lost your pacer, seemingly, not long beforehand. (laughs) And then it was a big 5K hike after that, up to where Jem and Sam were, and Sam was going to pace. And that river crossing just destroyed my feet. We got up to Sam and Jem and I'm like, my feet are so painful. And they're like, all right, we'll take your shoes off. And I'm like, don't touch them. I'll take my shoes off. And it was so painful. I just, I put my feet up and Jem's like, oh, mate, you probably don't want to look at this. And I looked at it and it was like like this inch of just that soft white skin, like real and it just tears like real ginger and Sam had his pocket knife out and they're like lancing some of the blisters and wrapping my feet up and I'm like oh okay Sarah. I'm so squeamish you you posted a picture of your coin purse as you just described it which is a hole in your heel right and I was like I I can't do this my coins no I couldn't put one. I couldn't put one off of like my toenails. Oh, I'll show you after. <laughs> we'll put in the show notes for everything. Yeah. <laughs> and so, gear wise, did you plan to wear the same shoes the whole time? And I had planned to change them after that river crossing. Okay. Some people were like, "If you don't have foot problems, you'll be fine up until the river crossing, and then change them." Okay. I'm like, "Oh, I don't have foot problems, so I'll just do that." <laughs> <laughs> I know everything. <laughs> and so we changed the sh- my shoes there. And it was just, it was just all too late. Like it, but I still, so I got Sam and I felt energized, like having Sam there and I was still moving pretty well and was on track for sub 24 and we're still powering along, powering. It's all relative. Yeah. Um, I mean, following along, I like you were charging for sure. <laughs> like in Western States, of course, all relative, but in Western States terms, you were charging. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, yeah, but I can keep going. I've, got this and I like when he told me he said oh all right we're gonna have to push a bit if you do want to do 24 I'm like yep and I had this other surge of energy and then it was that I know how ridiculous this is to say but at 145 kilometers which is is ridiculous I, so I was just 15 k's to go 15 k's <laughs> to go I was like I've had enough I I cannot take the pain like every footstep it was just unbearable. It just, I was like, Sam, I, I just cannot take it anymore. I just want to finish this thing. I, I don't care about how long it takes. He's like, we could still do under 24 hours. I was like, I, I can't. I can't. I just, there was nothing. I had nothing else to give. And it was the minute I verbalized it. It was like a flip had switched. Mm. I felt everything. My motivation left. My, like I couldn't even move fast. Yeah. I just, 
existed. I, I was like the shell of a woman. Wow. I just, I just lost everything. And Sam was like, okay, okay, it is what it is. We'll just hack it in. I'm like, yeah, we'll just hack it in. What'd you call your little love runs together? Romance runs. Yeah, romance runs. There was, it a, was, it was nothing romantic about it. <laughs> It was not very romantic. Oh. He he was amazing. He was like very patient. It was fifteen k. Took me five hours. Wow. That's that's for not like that's almost putting effort in to go slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you, I mean, and there's that runner's wall that some people hit. Some people have never hit, but some people hit it like 96. Like it's not unreasonable that you're saying, oh, I had 145, you know, I hit this wall. Yeah. Like just everything hit, hit me at once it was... because even people, they're like, I, they drop out at 96 or 98 miles. You're like, you had two miles to go and it's yeah. all relative. But in the moment they're like, yeah. just couldn't do it. Yeah. And I had, I had never understood that before and yeah. now I'm a hundred percent can understand why how someone could drop out so close to a finish line yeah. I like had nothing there yeah and there were moments where I'm like if Sam was not here I would just stay I would just sit down there and live there like <laughs> <laughs> this would be me I'm done but they were just so like patient and supportive and we're here for you just get to the finish and just so then that was that was when things got really left in the middle. And we're hiking along one section and I look down and I'm like, oh, a goldfish. Well, that's not real. And I have always been someone who has thought I would never put myself in that position of hallucinating. Mm. I would not get to that point. It's not healthy. Oh, yeah, well, here I am. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the party. Yeah. So you had the awareness that you were looking at a goldfish yeah. that was not there. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not real. This, you're hallucinating. Wow. And then I look up and see a peacock. I'm like, that's definitely not real either. And I'm like, you need to eat and drink. And I'm like, okay. So I was still like quite aware of what was going on. But the one that I, it is it's funny, but it's also quite frightening. Yeah. Uh, was when we were going up a hill, I was going back downhill so I stopped to talk to what I think is Sam and I'm like even shielding my eyes from his headlamp in inverted <laughs> commas quotation marks I'm like brownie I'm going downhill again and then I look and it was a tree and I'm like and I look up and Sam's sitting up the trail and he's like you're right brownie I look at the tree and I'm like I just thought that tree was you like it just blew my mind wow. in that, in that moment and I didn't even realize it in the moment and he was like come on you need to eat eat your food and drink some more drink and I'm like oh my god when is this wow. thing gonna finish <laughs> it's huge and the tree had a headlight I mean yeah. this is yeah. Just, yeah. yeah that's intense real just yeah. so and so Sam's like had never he said he would turn around and I'd looked really sallowed and He's like, I have just never seen you were peering over the edge into the abyss and were like, oh, nope, too far, too far. <laughs> it was just not, and I just, it wasn't an enjoyable place to, to be in. Like, I yeah. did not enjoy it. Some people really enjoy their hallucinations and I think they lean into it and stuff. But like what you said, like, it's yeah. funny to look back on, but it, I'm yeah. sure it's, it's quite terrifying. terrifying in the yeah. Moment. yeah. It's not, I'm like, that's not healthy. Yeah. That is, yeah. 
I'm like, I can do it. This is an iconic race. It's my first hundred mile. I want to finish. Like I would, I if it was, if it was any other event, I would not have of finished course. it. I would of not course. have finished it. But um, I'm getting some nest kisses. Nest <laughs> is quite literally licking Megan's face it's, right it's now. It's beautiful. She's comforting me. Yeah, she knows. She's I'm like, talking through my crazy. trauma. <laughs> So, so that was that was the reason that you did keep going because it's like yeah. I'm here. Yeah. This is huge. I'm never going to get this opportunity again. Yeah. And so so I kept going, and then um, we got to this one bridge, and no hands bridge, yep. and there's one lady on there dressed absolutely crazily, like she was on another planet, and she was like, "You're you're gonna you're gonna do it. You're gonna finish Western States. Go you." And just made me bawl my eyes out crying. I was just having, I was like, oh. And it was like just, it was, it kind of, it reminded me why it's so important to go out and support people and give them a cheer. And like it really gave me such a boost. Um, so, yeah, so then we saw for the last, well, I thought it was mile, but it was over 2K. So at the, in the time and the guy's like, so it's only 2K and your crew and everyone can finish it with you. And I'm like. 2K, I thought it was 1.6K. <laughs> <laughs> so curious. Because, again, those last, that last 0.4 of a K, it matters. Well, it also oh. matters if it's taking five hours to do 15K. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm it. like, well, that's going to add three hours to my time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you then you're going along the road and everyone's out of their house and they're having these little parties and there was a, a young girl in a wheelchair which really got me in the feels. I'm like, okay, get over yourself. You, you're doing this. And then we come down to the track and there was like a bit of chat because the boys go, you have to run around the track. You're going to run the track, right? And Jem's so beautiful. She's like, you don't have to do anything. You have done enough. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if I can run the track. I, oh, I'll try. And, you know, like, oh, you got to. Come on, you got to. And then we get there and I'm like, Oh my god, we're at the finish. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run it. I'm gonna run, and I can remember running, and I was smiling because I'm like, I'm at the finish. This is supposed to be amazing, but I was just crying because I was in so much pain. Um, so I had had chafe on my torso all day, and I hadn't really said anything to spoken about it because I was, I was like, well, it is what it is. And when we, so we got to the finish, we crossed the line, we have a really big hug. I hugged Magdalena Boulay. And she was like, she was beautiful. She's like, how was that? And I was like, that was the hardest thing I've ever done. (laughs) (laughs) Take our photo. And then the local news reporter comes over and is like, can I please interview you for the local TV? Me, I should have thought of myself, but I'm like, yeah, sure. God. With a dead flower, twigs in my hair, blood on my shirt, and I'm standing there, and he was just asking me so many questions, and Jem, Sam, and Hillier in the background just laughing their heads off. I wish I could get my hands on what it looked like. I'd look like this drugged and dazed, crazy woman on the news. I loved it. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'd come back. <laughs> Coming around the track is like this iconic, um, you know, kind of thing of Western states of finishing. So it, like it, I'm sure it probably is better than what I would picture, but like coming in at 26 hours, you know, roughly around that time, like it kind of would feel like that 
oh, good job, runner. Like everybody coming in. And it's literally a high school track that they, you know, have you finish around. Like what did that mean to you? I had I had visualized that running that with Sam Jem and Hilly. Um, and I would get really emotional when I would visualize it on my runs. So it was that was really beautiful to be together, to finish it together. Um, but I – and I, I, I'm kind of like dance real gently around it because I know it was like I'm so grateful for the opportunity. It's a great race. I'm not taking anything away from it and I'm really glad I got to experience it, <laughs> like my little caveat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also <laughs> but. didn't enjoy – I didn't enjoy the distance. Yeah. So like when I got to the finish, it was just – pure relief I was just like thank god that is over (laughs) which is totally fair totally fair I think actually probably more people if it was easier to talk about I think more people would say that as well it's just relief yeah Yeah. I'm sure it's emotional and all that good stuff and things but I was just I'm just I want to get this stuff off me I want to sit down and I don't want to think about that. <laughs> I need to process that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It was, it was – so, you know, like I have always finished a race and got a post-race high at some point, been like, yeah, I did that. I am so amazing. I'm so strong. Yeah, I can do anything. And I interesting, interestingly have not had that after ah, the race. I have go. not I, – I think it was just such – like it was just so hard for me that I just I don't know I don't know you were also so calm coming into it there wasn't like it might have not been that like super anxiety and then this big such a high much more like of a stable Mm, experience mm. yeah I just the most unstable stable (laughs) (laughs) hold up you were hallucinating let's clarify Sorry. Definitely not stable. Uh, <laughs> oh, but it was I so like I I took out of it like I was very proud to finish. I so I struggled with for a long time. I felt like I had bit like this sounds very dramatic, but I felt like I betrayed myself by putting myself in that position, like that pain. Because I was like, you could have stopped at any moment, but you still chose to put yourself through all of that pain. I have, like, I have scars from my chafe. Look at this. Oh, my gosh. Are you going to just show us her And that's weeks later. Yeah. So I did, I, but my beautiful friend yesterday, um, she was like, no, no, you, were, you backed yourself that you knew you yeah. could get yeah. to the finish line. So I think I just need to change how I um, talk about it. Yeah. But I, yeah. So I'm, I'm like, I finished what I started. That's mm-hmm. a good, that's yeah. a good thing, mm-hmm. and it really validated. I like a hundred k. Yeah. Like you don't have to, you don't have to go further. Further is not better. If it is, more power to you. But there is no, don't feel any people shouldn't feel pressure to go longer. And that applies at any distance. Yeah. Like, you yeah, don't need absolutely. to be talking up there at 100 miles. Could be yeah. a marathon, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of people do 5K, a marathon. 5K, 10K. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If like you want to even... pick it, I'm like, I, I want to really focus on 100K, specialize in that. And it's so great that that's what I got out of that experience. Yeah. yeah. But would you, if 
So if somebody comes through, so you're also a coach, you've got runners as well. If a runner gets in, right, they're in that pain cave. Can you empathize and go like, no, 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 just just get through it? Or would you be telling people, Mm. you don't have to do this? Because now that you've done it, had the experience and everything, yeah. you know what I'm trying to ask? of like, yeah. yeah. I thought I'm really glad that I've had that experience. If someone did come to me and say, I want to do a 100 mile up, mm. like understand where where they could go. Might not, might like, might have a love it. Like mm. someone else might run that and go, yeah, that was the best thing ever. Yeah. But I, I would, I, I, I would be comfortable with obviously. Any decision someone makes in the moment, I'm yeah. like, that's the best decision that you make for yourself. Yeah. If in the moment they were like, nope, I'd be good on you, you put yourself first and that's great. If in the moment they pushed through and finished, good on you, you put yourself first and got to the finish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's amazing. Well, I don't think we've said it yet, but congratulations Indeed. Oh, for you. being a Western States oh, endurance run finisher. That's amazing huge. It, is and huge it it yeah i need to let it not i need to be like you finished you did it yeah dude yeah yeah, yeah dude yeah <laughs> that's so good <laughs> incredible now um in your half days state of afterwards you hinted that i had come back again pretty sure i know the answer if you have you got, been listening if you got pulled for the lottery again it's western states and you get pulled for the lottery again i think about this on my runs so regularly since then like and I, because I'm like, is it a hundred miles? Because what if I did a hundred mile, a flat hundred mile race? Yeah. Like, was it the time that was the yeah. problem? But I, I just, I just don't think I have any interest in that distance. Like, it's just such, I just find that for me, it was just putting my body into somewhere where I don't, I don't think I regularly would want to go there of course yeah and like let's put a caveat to the whole conversation running 100 miles is not healthy yeah it's it's not not, normal right like you get these ultra fit people that come through but even the top people they're having gi distress like a lot of them get kidney issues like it's not actually a very healthy sport like we take things to the extreme so i think that's totally fine that you're like not for me (laughs) and it's so i think it's just so normalized in our community because we're around people who do it yeah when you take a step back you're like that's not actually a regular no no like 100k isn't a that's not a regular thing that's not a marathon that's not a tiny percentage of people do a marathon to yeah right yeah yeah so i think that's pretty amazing (laughs) so no i wouldn't i wouldn't i'm like what if I got given all expenses paid? Would I still do it? And yeah. I'm like, no, I think there's someone else who would get more out of it than me doing it again. I'm like, I totally do fair. Not want to do it again. I so appreciate that because it is very normalized amongst everybody. Of it is the race to do and everything else. Yeah. And then, you know, if you do Western states, then all right, you've got to do UTMB and then yeah. you've got to do something. I have other even big had thing. that. People are like, yeah. but you do UTMB though. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> No. <laughs> so UTMB is 106 miles. And yes, those six miles do make a difference yeah. because that's another 10K that if you get to 145, you know, K in there. Uh, yeah, and that's good one. Like 10,000 meters of elevation or something. It's something ridiculous. So I, look, so I had actually signed up. Sam and I had signed up to do UTMF like six years ago <gasps> and went to Japan. Yeah. And there Which was, is Ultra Trail Mount Fuji. Yeah. And there had been so many typhoons that it ended up being a 56-kilometre race. And now I thank my lucky stars. 
Because if that had been my first 100 mile, I was nowhere near ready to experience yeah, that. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so grateful that race Thank got you, cut universe. short. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think the whole, oh, you're going to do UTMB now, it's just like, it's a society thing. It's like, you get married. Oh, when are you having your first child? Yes. You have your first yes. child. Oh, when are you having your second child? Yeah. Like, you know what? <laughs> you make your decisions for yes. you and for what you want to do. Yes. And yeah. ultimately you're doing this to bring you joy yeah <laughs> i want i want to enjoy what yeah. i'm doing it's a long time to not enjoy it oh, she's no. totally getting your vibes oh, yeah she's like the I trauma yeah really <laughs> loud yes. wagging tail she normally has her dinner at four o'clock and it's 6 30 so i think uh, this is what's going on yeah fair her enough. dinner is my face <laughs> oh, no. so and i hate to do it because it's always you know all right, you get married. When do you have kids? But, 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 but nobody likes to ask the what's next, but we know that world championships yeah, are next. Yeah, yeah. So. And so during Western States, I said to Sam, I don't think I want to go and do world champs. And he's like, I don't think 150 kilometers is the, the time to make decisions <laughs> about your life. Great advice, Sam. <laughs> and now I'm like, so when, um, so when we got back, I did, I said, I'm not running until – I feel I would want to run. So yeah. I did two weeks of Netflix binging and eating and sleeping. Amazing. And it was amazing. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I know I do like running. I do. I, was, I So when I finished the race, I was crying and crying and crying. And we got back to the van. I was sitting in the passenger seat, bawling my eyes out. And Sam's like, you did it. Yeah, you did it. And then I stopped crying, dead serious. And I looked at him in the eyes and I was said but at what cost Sam I I honestly thought I would not run again I was like I'm not gonna run again yeah this has done it for me so when we got home and I took the two weeks and then when I got this little urge to go for a run I'm oh oh no I do like yeah I do want to run so we went so I've been out I've been running and 60k for the sky running champs and 4,000 meters but I'm like 60 freaking K. <laughs> yes, please. I cannot wait to do that. 4,000 meters? Is that what you said about yeah. elevation? Yeah, a lot, of ele- a, lot of, a lot of elevation. It's a lot of up. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of up. Yeah, which uh, comes with a lot of down as I'm well. Just Where is the race? Wait. It's in Domo, Domo Osola in, in Italy, up near the um, Switzerland border. Oh, cool. So I'm just going to vibe. Yeah. yeah. That'll be yeah. so it awesome. It'll be so nice. It'll be lovely. I'm I'm like, this is going to be great. <laughs> yes. And with a little bit of your time off, you have done a lot of like community stuff. Like you've, um, I think you paced one of your athletes at like a park run, yes. which was amazing. And you volunteered at went to the Guzzler. You went to the Guzzler. Yeah. So I'm sure that that's probably quite nice Filled to do. my that. soul. Yeah. 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 A reminder. And I think seeing the crazy lady on No Hands Bridge. <laughs> And just how good she made me feel. I was like, everyone needs to go out and support at a, a like, just give someone a cheer. It just made me, I just sat at the girls up literally all day. <laughs> go, you, great job. Yeah. But it was nice. so nice. It was so nice. That's so good. Yeah. yeah. I kind of had a question there because Sam saw you in such a deep, deep hole. Like, we won't call it a hole, but like, it was a hole, right? That's the yeah. only way I can really describe it. A crevice to hell. Yeah. <laughs> Some people, when they do crew and they like kind of understand that, they go, oh, I want to be there. 
<laughs> yes, he like yes. did Sam want to yes. be there? Yeah, yes. which is insane. Yes. <laughs> I'm he he was like I want to experience that. He total opposite to me. He 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 was like, "Yeah, how do I get back and I want to do it. I really want to I want to do another 100 miler." I'm like, "What?" What? I am not an advocate for this distance <laughs> right now. <laughs> I am not the girl to talk to about that. But I just, yeah, he loved it. But he he loves all that stuff. He, I just, no, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> Push into the well. And, yeah. and some people really, they get in that pain cave, they redecorate, they do their things and stuff. Yeah. Others are like, get me out of here. Yeah. And that's totally fine. Everybody's got a different relationship yeah. with it. But yeah, you had mentioned that he was like, jealous yeah 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 he loved it and he's like okay how do i get my i've got to get my western state qualifiers back up and get back into the lottery system ah, and okay yeah. so that kind of reignited him yeah does he have anything coming up he wants to do some more fkts mm-hmm. and i he's gonna go so we've got tarawera that's been postponed for a couple of years now yeah. he was in the 50 but now he wants to go back up to the 100 and mom Hello. Hey, okay. <laughs> there you go. Go yeah. Sammy Brown. <laughs> it would be pretty cool if you went back and you were crewing for Sammy. Like, I, that would that, be that is how I would go back. Yeah. That is yes. a way I would go back yeah. there to Absolutely. crew or to pay. Yes. So, yeah. Watch mm-hmm. him look at the tree and think it's you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Aww. It's so good. Yeah, so good. I love that. Any advice that you'd give to anybody who would get in and would be listening to this because they're mm. deep into their uh, into their research and gone, oh, Western States. I would say if you got in and you got there, uh, pro- probably in the training to train more of the, and more technical like than what you expect um, and to have a good heat plan mm. and you'll be fine. But to just release ex- expectations, just to let it go, let it unfold as it happens. Um and decide what you want out of it so you've got something to focus on. I was like, just finish, just finish. Yeah. <laughs> and to yeah. take a good crew by the signs of it as well. Yeah. Yeah. That teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. yeah. That's that's tough to put together though. I think just it sounds like you got yeah. very lucky with your crew. Yeah, yeah. Some crews they're like, oh, God, I don't know what to do. So, yeah, it seems like yeah. a well-oiled machine. We didn't have any – we didn't have any crew – our van was super below average, and so it wouldn't start on the first key turn. So Sam did freak out, yeah. Jem and Hilly, like when they started it the oh, first no. time, and it's like, <laughs> and he looked at them like, <gasps> and they're all like, <gasps> and then he starts up, starts up, oh no, it's fine, we're fine, we're fine. It's all good, it's all good. <laughs> Traveling around, did they find that it was actually quite easy to get to all the checkpoints? Yeah, yeah. and I had wrote like a brownie black book. <laughs> safe black book like the directions and I'm pretty like clear pretty easy for my crewing and pretty clear about I'm like one one person put sunscreen one person say great job and give me a pat on the back and Mm -hmm. one person do this and so like it was and nothing over complicated yeah Yeah. I think that's a pretty good way to go about with your crew of managing them so that it's not just like, oh, God, who does what? Yeah. I don't know. You're the sunscreen guy. You're the yeah. ice guy, whatever. Eat this, yeah. do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. like what Sammy said, it's not the time to make decisions at the 150K. <laughs> like <laughs> someone needs to tell you that you need to eat. Because yeah. if you're thinking that he's a tree, like, yes. you're not making the right decisions. <laughs> you are not deciding what you do. No. 
someone else is making that for you. <laughs> oh, so good. Goodness. All right. I'm conscious of your time. That has been such a fantastic conversation. I know that so many people will listen like with so much curiosity and love your stories and definitely think about why they may want to run something like this in the future or not, depending on how you react to this. <laughs> so, I mean, even still, I sit here and I'm like, yeah, I'll still put it in my Western States. Yeah. Lottery. Still, yeah. yeah. Like, it sounds terrible. And I would help get you there, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're coming over, you're yes. pacing, crewing. Yes. <laughs> I will put my hand up for crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is it. Yeah. So I've got it all planned out. <laughs> I just give you my little black book. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but really, a huge congratulations. Totally. It is Thank such you. an enormous achievement and yeah. so much fun to hear about thank you so much thank you it was so nice to share to, oh god <laughs> process and, uh, the trauma dog yeah. <laughs> seeing you through that as well and all the best for world champs as well we look forward to hearing oh, about that so, so good when so is that happening good. again that's september 10 yeah cool yeah yeah that'll that'll be nice tourist run it's only 60k photos. yeah 60k <laughs> after that I'll be like no so I'm just doing 10k's now <laughs> a flat 10k <laughs> uh, so good yeah. do we uh, did you have a wildest wee oh my god you I out? actually wait, how did yes. you not have that as a yeah, question <laughs> I have a it's a it's a, it's a I have a photo <laughs> I keep meaning to tag you in it on my Instagram. He's like, you haven't posted your wild way. We liked it all, got it all, so you couldn't see anything. I'm doing my way. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> wild way. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love that. So it's a story. Yeah, it was. It was at South Lake Tahoe, up heading up towards Heavenly, the Heavenly Ski mm-hmm. Resort area. Mm-hmm. And it was lovely looking out over the, the lake. Yep. So heavenly, like literally, you start <laughs> yes. in South Lake Tahoe. You take this gondola up, so you get like these <laughs> massive views. So when you go hiking, you're hiking up this steep mountain, and you turn around, you're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, like Tahoe, <laughs> and it's huge, and it's blue, massive, <laughs> massive. Okay. So we're like, we're gonna take a photo, and then I'll tag it, and I have keep forgetting <laughs> so remind us what your instagram handle is so everyone can go on and check when and you posted see, this. See, <laughs> <laughs> the number of times i've zoomed in on it i'm like yeah we're good it is megatron underscore brown cool yes perfect yes Obviously good one thank you so much <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Into the Wee Hours podcast. To get in touch, you can find us on Instagram at Into the Wee Hours podcast or email us at Into the Wee Hours podcast at gmail.com. On Instagram, Sarah is all the gear, nay idea, and that is N A E for all you non Scots people, and Kristen is at Kristen Vodden. To read the show notes or to listen on the website, you can visit intothewehours.com forward slash podcast. And to help support this podcast, you can also head over to our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash podcast. Happy adventuring and we will talk to you next time.